from iHeart Podcast, Supreme, the battle for Roe, tells the story of the unlikely champions behind the landmark case Roe v. Wade, starring Maya Hawke as 26-year-old lead attorney Sarah Weddington. We're challenging the Texas abortion laws in federal court. And Academy Award nominee William H. Macy as Supreme Court Justice Harry Blackman. Time is not the most important factor. Getting it right is. Listen to the podcast Supreme, the battle for Roe on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the Fight for Monday Night podcast, where we go back in time for the Monday Night Wars and discuss on a week-to-week basis Monday Night Raw versus Monday Nitro, and we tell you who we think are the winners, not what history tells you or what the ratings told you for the time. On this episode, we're going all the way back to September 18th, 1995's edition of Nitro to go against September 21st, 1995 edition of Thursday Night Raw. This Raw was presented because of a dog show on the USA Network and was moved from Monday to Thursday. Before we get into the show, once again, follow us on Instagram at the Fight for Wednesday Night. Thank you for all the support. Thank you for following along. Thanks for subscribing to the channel. And thanks for listening to every podcast on the Fight for Wednesday Night family. Thank you. So this week, let's start with the September 18th, 1995 edition of WCW Monday Nitro because this was the actual show that landed on a Monday. WWE was actually on Thursday because they were preempted because of a dog show on the USA Network like I said. So let's go to the show that happened first. On this episode of Nitro we got the fallout from Fall Brawl which was a good pay-per-view but had a lot of hokey crap in it. We start the show off with the giant Coming out of an ambulance, he cuts a promo. They're alluding to him being Andre the Giant's son. He says that his father, if he was still alive, his father was standing there right there beside him and destroy Hulk Hogan. It was a little, uh, but, you know, this is the 90s we're talking about here. But, alright, so the first match on the show, we have the American Male, Scotty Riggs, Buff Bagwell. They were supposed to go against the Blue Bloods. This did not happen because Harlem Heat attacks the Blue Bloods. They say they want to fight the American males and they'll put their titles on the line. Now, Commissioner Nick Bockwinkle is not present at this Monday Nitro, so this match was never really officially a title match, but it was an unofficial title match because they want to put the titles up for some weird reason. And funny enough, the American males beat the veteran team of the veteran team of Booker T and Stevie Ray, the Harlem Heat. So right now, at this point, unofficially, the American Males, a new coming team of Buff Bagwell or Marcus Alexander Bagwell and Scotty Riggs beat the veterans, the Harlem Heat, and they're the new tag team champions. Very interesting. Ric Flair comes out here. He cuts a promo on Arn Anderson and Brian Pillman. He said, 
Arn Anderson broke the unwritten law of professional wrestling. You keep it within the family. The Four Horsemen was a symbol of excellence. They're a family. And he broke that when he brought in Brian Pillman. And Brian Pillman interfered in their match at Fall Brawl. Tonight, the main event, we're getting Ric Flair versus Flying Brian. This should be really good. Mr. Wonderful Paul Orndorff is here. He comes out to new music where it's more like opera-centric. And Bobby the Brain Heaton on commentary is making a huge deal about it, saying, do you hear this music? This is the greatest song ever. This is wonderful. Mongo McMichael sounds very awkward. He's like, oh, Bobby, you have some rocks in your head if you think this is good music. Like, please, get Mongo out of the booth. When is Tony Schiavone showing up? That's what I want to know. Anyway, Paul Orndorff versus Johnny B. Bad. The Later on, he becomes Mark Miro. Anyway, Paul Orndorff wins the matchup. Pretty solid. Nothing special here. We get a WWE star. Well, WWE. WCW stars on Baywatch, which was, if you don't know what Baywatch was, in the 90s, it was a huge hit show with David Hasselhoff, Pamela Anderson, and WCW stars actually appeared on the show. They showed, after they were filming, Macho Man Randy Savage was doing bench presses on the beach with the Baywatch cast they were counting along how many reps he was doing. And the devil himself, Kevin Sullivan, attacks Macho Man. He slams the dumbbell or the um, the weights onto Macho Man, pressing him down at his chest. Ric Flair makes the save. He says, the line of the night, in my opinion, damn, something really got into the devil. If your nickname for the guy is the devil, I don't think that you expect anything less than shit like this. Like, come on. But anyway, Ric Flair showing that he actually is, I guess, a babyface here by helping Macho Man Randy Savage and... Protesters and supporters alike are lined up outside the United States Supreme Court this afternoon as a decision in the most hotly debated case in years is set to be delivered. From iHeart Podcast, Supreme, the battle for Roe, tells the story of the unlikely champions behind the landmark case, Roe v. Wade. Sir, I graduated the top quarter of my class. We, we just, just don't have a spot for you. Starring Maya Hawk as 26-year-old lead attorney, Sarah Weddington. We're challenging the Texas abortion laws in federal court. And Academy Award nominee, William H. Macy, as Supreme Court Justice Harry Blackman. My chief qualification being... I'm uncontroversial. You know how we both ended up on the Supreme Court? Politics. Damn right. This may be the longest of shots, but it's also the last chance for a lot of women. Time is not the most important factor. Getting it right is. I'm trying to get you to stand for something, man. Now go to it. Listen to Supreme, the battle for Roe on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. I guess fighting off Kevin Sullivan here, which on commentary, they were very surprised about. They said, wow, it was 
crazy as see Ric Flair help the Macho Man Randy Savage. Macho Man comes out. He calls out Kevin Sullivan. He says, oh yeah, I want to face the devil next week. So next week it looks like we're getting Macho Man versus uh, Kevin Sullivan. Lex Luger comes out. He confronts Macho Man. Macho Man says that he does not Lex, doesn't trust Lex Luger. He doesn't trust Sting. He doesn't trust Jimmy Hart. He said that he feels that they're aligned with the Dungeon of Doom and that he thinks that there's some collusion going on between said parties. <laughs> and Lex Luger says, oh, well, wouldn't you want to be champion too? And Hulk Hogan is at home, but don't you aspire to be more? Which caused Macho Man to say, yeah, you're right. And it became this whole pull-apart thing. Basically, Lex Luger wants Macho Man. Macho Man wants Lex Luger. We're going to see that match down the line. We get clips of Fall Brawl where the Giant is running over Hulk Hogan's motorcycle with a monster truck. And laughing very evil and maniacally. And Hulk Hogan's trying to get to the monster truck. He's like, no, brother, why? Why did you do that, brother? And all you hear is the Giant go, ah, ha, 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 ha. It was very, very awkward. To be honest, if... The, see, the narrative at this time was WCW was more real. WWF was very gimmicky and cartoonish. Which it was. But if you call this shit real and not gimmicky and cartoonish, then I don't know what the fuck you're watching. Because this was a cartoon. Anyway. The main event on this show... Which came really fast. I forget that these shows are just an hour at this time. Which was very refreshing to see an hour show. When you have to sit through a three hour Raw every week. But yeah we get. Brian Pillman versus Ric Flair. This was a really good matchup. Ric Flair. And Brian Pillman had great chemistry. And Flair picks up the win. Great to see these two in the ring. I forget that these guys had a match against each other. Especially for here on Nitro. Just. Three weeks into the show. If you remember, week one of Nitro, the opening match was Flying Brian Pillman versus Jushin Thunder Liger. And now, just three weeks later, Brian Pillman's main eventing against Ric Flair. That's awesome to see. Ric Flair wins the match. He calls out Double A for next week. It looks like we're going to get Flair versus Arn Anderson in the rematch from Fall Brawl on Nitro. This was a good show, but this was nowhere near as good as Nitro from week one or week two was. So, I wasn't too impressed with this. I'm not a fan of the Giant doing all this gimmicky crap. I'm not a fan of Hulk Hogan's overselling. But I'm a huge fan of seeing talent in the ring like Ric Flair and Brian Pillman. I'm a huge fan of seeing Harlem Heat. And I love Macho Man anytime he's on the mic, in the ring, whatever. So... That brings up the score a little bit, but not the best Nitro here. So now let's move to Thursday, September 25th, well, September 21st, 1995. We have, I was about to say Monday Night Raw, but Thursday Night Raw, like I said, because they were preempt. We get a recap of last week. The opening match of the show is what I thought would be the main event of the show, but it was 1-2-3 Kid versus Razor Ramon. 1-2-3 Kid jumpstarts the match. He attacks Razor Ramon. Dean Douglas makes an uh, interference here. Helps 1-2-3-Kid win. This was a good match. The Kid and Razor have great chemistry with each other. As you would imagine, they're really good friends. They really tore the house down. This was a great match. I think this was my match of the night for both shows. So that's a big victory because last week I didn't even care about anything on Monday Night Raw. 
And now here, Raw has the match of the night. Dean Douglas has his classroom segment where he is discussing Razor Ramon. They're going to face at In Your House. He spells out the acronym Dean as he is tearing down 123Kid for being an idiot. Tearing down Razor Ramon for being subpar. This was really cool. I always was a big fan of the franchise, Shane Douglas. It's awesome to see him on this show, cutting promos. I just hate this gimmick for him. Because, like I said, when you have a gimmick like the franchise that fit him so perfectly, making him a teacher, it just wasn't anything that I really cared to see. But still, it's not the gimmick, it's the talent. I really like Dean Douglas. We have a tag match between Kama and Tatanka, who is with Ted DiBiase. They go against Savio Vega and spark plug Bob Holly. This match was okay. Was nothing really special. Cool to see all these names in it though. A lot of flashbacks from the past with Tatanka and seeing Bob Holly and his spark plug gimmick. Great to see Savio Vega also represent the Boricua. This was cool. The Million Dollar Team win. Tatanka and Kama pick up the victory. We get John Pierre Lafitte, who is now PCO. He went against a jobber. Nothing match. They showed how he stole Bret Hart's jacket. He stole Bret Hart's glasses from a kid in the front row. Yeah, this is very cartoony. You have a pirate stealing Bret Hart's belongings. Bret Hart was on the telephone during this match and saying how he wants his stuff back and he wants to face the pirate, which was very whatever. The main event of the show, we had to get reinforcements in the ring to make sure that it could hold all the weight. Because we get Yokozuna and Owen Hart putting up their tag team titles against Men on a Mission, King Mabel, Sermo. These were two heel teams at the time. So main eventing uh, Raw with two heels, heel versus heel. The attraction was getting Yoko versus Mabel in the ring at the same time, which happened very briefly. Most of the action was Mo and Owen Hart. This was not... Main event caliber, in my opinion. The, everyone worked hard, but this match really didn't do much for me. I thought that you could have swapped this and the 1 2 3 kid versus Razor Ramon in the main event, but this led to a Jim Cornette promo on the two dudes with attitude, Shawn Michaels and Diesel. I don't know why I was bugging out there. I was about to say Kevin Nash, but Shawn Michaels and Diesel, and Jim Cornette just tore them a new one. Jim Cornette at this time, and still is, very entertaining on the mic, but was really, really good here. Really, I guess, sold me on watching In Your House, and I thought that this was the promo of the night. He meshed so well with going back and forth with Vince McMahon, and everything he says about Diesel and Sean, there was some truth to it, which makes it a great promo. The show of the night, I'm giving it... Just by a little bit to Nitro. That's the third week in Well, the second week in a row. Technically because the first Nitro there was no Raw on. But yeah, so I'm giving it to Nitro. Just for the fact that there was more entertaining matchups. There were more competitive matchups. Here on Raw you had what I thought was a bit of a drag for the main event. A great opening matchup. But then you had a, the Jobber match with the, the Pirate versus the Jobber. A pretty decent but not too good tag match with Tatanka and Kama versus Sparkplug and Savio. Which, by the way, it's a really weird mix for a team. Nitro, I give it the edge because you had 
a really, I guess, a shocking victory with the American Males beating the Harlem Heat. Ric Flair cutting a great promo. Great to see Macho Man Randy Savage. Really good main event. And I think that's why Nitro edges it out. But like I said, this was not a strong appearance from Nitro. So Raw gets the match of the night with 1-2-3-Kid and Razor Ramon. But Nitro gets the show of the night with the Nitro that they put out for September 18th. Next week, we'll talk about Nitro's fourth edition versus Monday Night Raw. I hope it's more competitive. I think it's going to be more competitive in a good way. Both shows seem stacked. We're getting the British Bulldog versus The Undertaker and Ric Flair versus Arn Anderson on the other side. So that should be really good. Make sure you tune in on Wednesday for AEW versus NXT, the Fight for Wednesday Night podcast, the flagship of the channel. And make sure you turn in next Friday for the second edition of Raw vs. SmackDown, where we're going to be talking about the very first Raw of the Ric Flair era versus the very first SmackDown of the Vince McMahon era, brand supremacy. This is the Civil War. We're going to get all into it and talk about all the news and happenings of the time. So, thanks for following. Thanks for listening. Catch you then. From iHeart Podcast, Supreme, the battle for Roe, tells the story of the unlikely champions behind the landmark case, Roe v. Wade. Starring Maya Hawk as 26-year-old lead attorney, Sarah Weddington. We're challenging the Texas abortion laws in federal court. And Academy Award nominee, William H. Macy, as Supreme Court Justice, Harry Blackman. Time is not the most important factor. Getting it right is. Listen to the podcast, Supreme, the battle for Roe, on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. How powerful is Cox Internet? So powerful that one day, your daughter will be able to simulate a soccer match against some of the world's best players right from your backyard. Get gig speeds powered by fiber from Cox. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Internet delivered through Cox's hybrid fiber coax network. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions apply.